The first question is, who are you? Uh, my name is Martin. Martin, what do you do? Uh, I work for Build-A-Soul. I do all of their wholesale accounts, and I do I, I set up all of our vendor events and activities and things like that. Awesome. What kind of things in the cannabis space are dope to you right now? Well, just this like huge surge in people actually looking for terps and wanting to learn to grow things on their own and their interest in organics no longer is it like this mythical beast that people think they can't conquer because we're putting information out into the world and simplifying people's lives while making their weed better. Awesome. Who in the space do you think is doing dope things? I mean, there's a lot of people. Like, I'm really supportive of like these grow stores that are no longer thinking they have to push salts to people they're opening up their worlds they're opening up their minds and passing along the message of like what healthiness is and how to be sustainable so i really appreciate the grow stores and then there's people just putting out good information out there like jay plant speaker you know opening up his world and showing you what once was taboo and this is how you do it. And they're proud and privileged to give out this information. So, and then seed companies, you know, they've got a lot of people that have integrity and, you know, I love the people to give credit to, you know, the forefathers and things like that. Those are basically, you know, the people that I really support right now. How can we support you? Uh, just keep passing out the information, like promote people that are doing good things, you know, push us, let people know that we have like a YouTube show um, that they can follow and they can learn that this is not something hard. It'll like simplify your life and you'll be healthier and better to the environment. Thank you very much for your time. You're listening to the Elevated News Podcast with Two Dope Dudes. Here are your hosts, Dave and Aaron. Welcome to the Elevated News Podcast with Two Dope Dudes. We're a podcast focused on discussing local and national cannabis news and culture. I'm Aaron. This is Dave. Yo, yo. Yo. We're the Cheeto Up Dudes. We're here for another episode of the Elevated News Podcast. So, what's going on, dude? How are you? Just um, one day before Halloween. One day before Halloween. Ooh, spooky. This is a spooky episode. <laughs> it's spooky because of reasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we both got dressed up for this. Yep, we totally got dressed up. We're both wearing pants tonight. Yep. Today. Yep. Whatever. And uh, if you're only listening on uh, Spotify or as a podcast, then we are wearing costumes. Yeah, we're totally wearing costumes. Ooh. Yeah, look at us. I'm the uh, I'm the uh, THCA combusted ghost of hemp. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I am the 0.4% um, by volume THCA plant. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Just right out of the Just legal limit. Right out of the legal limit. Yeah. Point one away. Point one. <sighs> Time to get remediated. Yep. Cool. Um, plugs, you can find us, uh, as always, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your other favorite uh, streaming and podcast apps, uh, the Two Up Dudes YouTube channel. Give us a like, leave a review. This helps reach more people. We've been, uh, we've been getting lots of good comments lately, so that's awesome. And you can yeah. always find us on supportdopepeople.com along with links to our other pods and free stickers if you want to sign up and just give us your email and address. Also, sign up for the newsletter. It's great. Uh, you can always email us, podcast at gmail.com for all your questions or things you'd like us to talk about. And uh, the Growers Hangout podcast, when I get some time to edit, I'll put another one up. And uh, at cropculture.net, use the code Growers Hangout for a little extra love from our friend Chris over at Crop Culture. We appreciate you, dude. Uh, Text me the other day. He's like, hey, dude, I really look forward to uh, listening to you and Dave talk on the podcast. It's really great. Oh, Chris. And he's I like, I appreciate all the grow. support. And I was like, dude, I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Text me Tuesday while we were at that thing. So I couldn't really? respond until That's I, awesome. Till I got home, you know? That thing was really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really it's, good uh, people. Yeah. And there's more people that come in and out. And uh, it's only just the beginning. So, you know, it'll 
it'll be what it's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I think no, it's gonna be good. Take it done. Yeah. Um, please, if you don't mind, check me out at Peace Love and Coke on YouTube. I am there Thursday night streaming live. You may always ask me questions at any point. Mm-hmm. I am just there to help you take your health back in your own hands. That's right. The greatest plant that grows on this whole earth. Greatest plant, they say. So great. So great. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Greatest in the world. I, I, bar none to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Check it out. I'm, uh, I'm usually there. I've been trying to at least I at least stop in for a couple of minutes and say hi. This is the truth. I was out of it's, town this weekend or this week, and so, so I stopped and said hi. We've got some new uh, consistent friends over there. It's been a lot of fun actually, just playing games and yeah. messing around. I've toned back the cannabis talk. I like doing it more here, and it's not that it's bad there. I just like interacting back and forth. Yeah, it's really nice. It's and <laughs> it's hard to interact back and forth when it's one sided. Facts. You know what I mean. So. Unless you get like a Discord or something like that, get crazy. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. Thursdays streaming, super fun. Um, yeah, you want to go into the uh, respond to the YouTube comments? Yeah, check absolutely. those out from episode seventeen. Uh, the dudes are on video. Look at us go. That was our first uh, video episode that I recorded, and uh, there's another we look one. So good. We do look good. Yeah. We look, I think, even better in the second one. Nice. But I have to edit that one. Since I was out of town, I am super behind on editing. And Take your time, brother. Yeah, you know. It's uh, more a way for me to uh, keep busy, so it's cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, here's one. Um, we got a couple of comments from Rochelle from Chicago Canico to Kelb and uh, the uh, Outdoor Farmer's Market Mastermind. And uh, she was talking about Mike Insko yeah. from Grow Green, and he is pretty amazing, too. I agree. A big congrats. He's a dad now. Yeah. Hey, he, congrats, Mike. Yeah. I hung out with him at the uh, Urban Legends Cup. It was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. You are ridiculously awesome. And then Rochelle also said we're ridiculously awesome. Rochelle, that means a lot. Thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Um, Dudley Dawson from from the Peace, Love, and Cope uh, community on YouTube and Facebook and personal friends. Uh, He said, great show, great shirt. Dudley, you are the man. His belt. Uh, I'm not sure what he's talking. Oh, he- we probably stood up during the middle of. I don't oh, know maybe. what happened. I don't know. Well, I'll have to go back and watch it now just to find out. And then uh, he said, "Sorry about retracting my comment. May have been close to a month." He was said earlier. He said uh, he had a comment about uh, only going like two weeks without smoking. He was referring to you. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, nice. And yeah, it's been closer to a month. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Oh, I think he meant for him. Oh, for him too, yeah. huh? Yeah. That a boy, Dudley. Yeah. Keep it going. So, yeah. And then my mom said, hey, because my mom's awesome. She is awesome. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, so that was uh, that was the comments. Um, yeah. yeah, thank you all. Uh, keep that up. That's really yeah. cool. That was a lot of fun to actually just see. Yeah, yeah. See you don't, yeah, you don't get all the notifications. And I get, like, dude, I get a lot of... Uh, a lot of nice feedback. Charlie listens. He's like, man, you guys are so good. Um, uh, Chris you, from Crop Culture. Thank you know, you. like Dudley, Rochelle. Like all those people, they always like text me. You never see it. You're not, never on Instagram? No. You know what I mean? Instagram is not my favorite thing. I mean. I'm not against it. I don't know how to use it. I'm, it's uh, I'm an ancient. It's okay. Yeah. I feel um like worse than my parents sometimes you know they're asking me my mom's always like hey what do you do i'm like oh yeah i don't know you're asking me questions i just don't know i mean you're big on facebook though uh i look less yeah i don't really go on there a bunch i like to do my due diligence yeah yeah i stay away from the social media for the most part i really do probably need to get better at it but it's all right it's uh it's one of those things yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about uh, week four of Silver October Woo! for you? This is the last week, right? We're getting close. Yeah, we're getting real um, close. It's a, You said that you were going to go uh, to November 5th on the last be. podcast. Yeah. And so you said, I mean, and that's Sunday. Today, I did say something about possibly just shipping it on the first. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to stop dreaming already. I'm so done with it. It's, 
crazy. Yeah, actually, I'm. It's weird. I don't. I'm. I'm so not used to dreaming that. Are when you? I do, are you? Do you think I mean, that you're starting to get anxious because you know your time is coming to a close? Uh, no, maybe. Maybe I don't. Like the thing is, sorry to call in, you out no, like no, that, no. but in, I mean, my, I you know, in my thoughts when I think about it, I don't. I've I've had this idea that I will probably slow down. Yeah. Altogether, just right. with my regular consumption, I smoked a ton before. Oh yeah, um, I know. But to directly <laughs> use this thing for the things that I need it for the most, and mm-hmm. one of them is sleep. I yeah, th- and I've said it forever. Um, this thing is the best at sleep that there is. Period. There's nothing better in the entire world at putting you to sleep and keeping you asleep yep. as what THC is. And then not only that. For people with any form of uh, bad dreaming, PTSD, whatever you want to call it, yeah. um, it is the absolute best at making us transition through that REM, which is where we're the most active in our sleep pattern, and then um, yeah. you know, putting us through to the deep sleep and keeping us locked for a longer period. Uh, you know, there's a, I just saw something the other day on a, uh, a guy who said, like, if you sleep longer, you live longer. Right. Just keep that 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 sleep is regeneration for our whole yep. system. De- so I think we talked about decalcification on the last yep. podcast. Yep, that's exactly. Yep. yep. So um that's the, the biggest thing I'm getting ready for. I I'm very comfortable not smoking all the time right now. Right. So, right. Like I just I I fell out of the natural routine of it and I it was very routine for me. You know, it was uh Wake up and do the thing. Go you're out you're you go out you're the it. type of guy who's got to smoke before you get ready. Yep. So you can smoke before you leave to go somewhere. And you're you're a thousand percent accurate. I I was, and even then it was like smoke before you go somewhere, and then when, when you, you get, get there, there smoke. smoke. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, because right. you're you're with smoking friends. Right. Exactly. You got to smoke them all. Right. And then when you leave where you were just smoking at, you got to invite people back to your place to see if they want to smoke again before they leave and go home. And then, right. You know, you got to sleep before you go to bed and before you eat and before, like I just, I was a, such a habitual, um, smoker that now, you know, I'll probably be able to tone a lot of that back. Yeah. Um, And I, I don't know that it's, um, good or bad. Yeah. Up or down. It probably will help my pocketbook a little bit. Yeah. I should. Yeah. But besides that, I, you know, I feel cognitively pretty strong. Yeah. And um, I said, just ready to stop sleep. <laughs> That's I, cool. Yeah. I just having the weirdest dreams, man. I had a dream the other night that I was fighting some demon thing. And it was like, I was kicking its ass. Just so nice. you know, yeah. I kept getting it, man. It, oh, but yeah. it kept coming back. And I had to keep That's going in. Crazy. And every time that it would come, like I would show up to another event, wherever it was. And then, you know, all my friends were there. We were playing disc golf. And uh, I was like, oh my uh-huh. God, the little demon thing is here again. And I uh-huh. had to go fight it again. That and sounds then, crazy. That sounds like some like crazy disc golf in the woods with some wizards and stuff. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Maybe it's just like subconscious ideas. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Touche. Yeah. Or maybe use it for that, and then um, that way you can have control over it. That's really the You know whole, what I'm saying? Yeah. That, I mean, there you go. I just want to, if that's the main <laughs> thing that comes out of right. it, that'd be the best. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, you know, um, when, I mean, I'm going to give you shit about it anyway, but. Please do. You know, whenever whenever you're ready, let's, you know, I'm I'm, you know, do your thing, man. I think uh, you'll be the first person I call, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, I was going to say. Sorry if, to everybody else. I was, just heard that, but the fact is I yeah. probably smoke with Aaron before anybody else. I was just going to say that, you know, um, <laughs> fucking, if you wait till the 5th, then the 6th we record, that's the next Monday. That's one more week. And we can smoke live on the podcast and do the podcast. Yeah. I I dig. I'm we just might, saying we might be able to put the camera up in front of us smoking to begin. That's with. true. I, we could totally if we do need that to too. Cut that, yeah, yeah, and shorten it up or whatever we need to. That'd be cool. I'm just saying, either <laughs> is fun. But yeah, call me, dude. We'll we'll uh, yeah. I, Like I said, you're you're number one. 
Awesome. You want to get to some news? There's some uh, there's some interesting news today. So uh, new cannabis tax rates start on January 1st, 2024 uh, by our friend Jason Brown at IllinoisNewsJoint.com. Let's go, Jason. Yeah, Jason, great guy. Ooh, uh, check want, his memes. I don't know about this yet. I would like so, to. Can't wait to get in. Yeah, the Illinois <laughs> Department of Revenue, boo, uh, <laughs> released a bulletin Friday to all the dispensaries engaged Engaged in the business of selling adult-use cannabis at retail in taxing jurisdictions that have enacted municipal or county cannabis retailers' occupation taxes. Now, effective January 1st, 2024, certain taxing jurisdictions have, by ordinance, imposed or changed their municipal or county cannabis retailers' occupation tax on the gross receipts from sales of adult-use cannabis. What that means is, is that um, within the law, there I, I remember this. There were certain years where uh, cities and counties could uh, elect to take tax or up their tax uh, from the uh, retailer, from from the dispensary. So uh, some of them have done that. And now the tax; these taxes are in, are in addition to the Illinois retailers' occupation tax on general merchandise, which is. 6.25%, and then any locally imposed retailers' occupation tax on general merchandise, which also applies to the sales of adult-use cannabis. Uh, this bulletin does not replace any statutes, rules, or regulations, or court decisions. Municipal and county cannabis retailers' occupation taxes are imposed on gross receipts from adult-use cannabis sold at retail. Now, municipalities may impose a tax on the retail sales of the cannabis other than medical cannabis at a rate that may not exceed 3%, imposed in one quarter percent, which is 0.25% increments. Now, counties can impose a tax also in one quarter percent increments on retail sales of cannabis other than medicinal cannabis at the following rates. In an unincorporated area of the county, the rate cannot exceed 3.75%. Now, in a municipality located in the county, the rate may not exceed 3%. That's why you should get your medical marijuana card in Illinois. And this is just municipalities and whatever. This is not the state. The state did not change their tax rate. Yeah. It's still ridiculous. Yeah. Um, They'll up it soon, I'm sure. Um, So you should get your medical card because in Illinois, the law states that medicine can only be taxed at 1%. Right. I think 1%. the maximum rate of taxation on the medical side is 1.75. Right. Right. I so, <clears throat> another reason you should get your medical card in Illinois. So, um, okay, and I got to read that. Okay, just making sure I got my nope, place. Perfect. Uh, adult use cannabis is taxed at the general merchandise sales tax rate applicable in the jurisdiction in which the dispensary is located plus any additional municipal and county cannabis retailers' occupation taxes. As with any local government tax administered by the Illinois Department of Revenue, (laughs) municipalities and counties must submit their ordinance to IDOR uh, by a statutory deadline in order to begin imposing the tax. So they got to, like, they're saying, hey, you're going to up it. You got to tell us this is the date. To verify the new combined state and local retailers' occupation tax rates on adult-use cannabis, you can go to MyTax Illinois Tax Rate Finder at mytax.illinois.gov and look at the rates for January 2024. Wow. Holy so shit. Yeah. Okay, so on top of the possible 30, what is it, 36% that the state taxes you or 33% right. that the state by, taxes you? By by the very uh, solid metric of THC. Yeah, w- which is, you know, um, consistent. And uh, I wonder why they would want to tax THCA or uh, ban that. So, hemp, Delta 8, I bet. I bet since it doesn't have THC, then they couldn't tax it on that, right? Right. Oh, crazy. Right. 36, 30, 40% is going to be like a reality. Mm -hmm. That is the most ridiculous shit ever. Hey, get a medical license. If you don't know how to, uh, two dope dudes podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Aaron or I. Yeah. Very capable of 
pointing you in some proper directions to help you um, achieve. I mean, it's very easy to Google. Um, yeah. You know, like, I, in fact, you can go back and listen. We did a whole episode on how to get your medical marijuana that's card. Right. And that's before meeting people like Dr. Consalter and, yeah. you know, knowing Express Medical, you know, all, all the stuff. It's super easy. You can Google it. And if you need help, message us, comment on our YouTube. Yeah. We'll I, help you out. You should just not have to go to a, I don't want to be rude, but you don't need to go to some random doctor. Right. Your doctor himself, herself should be able to um, oh, you know, put you through the system. It's pretty easy. And there are so many qualifying conditions now that yeah. um, Actually, there's everybody should. Actually, there's a new bill that um, I saw, I think, Cole from the Cole Memo, or a.k.a. Chillinoise Podcast. Um, uh, I saw on their Instagram, uh, there's a new bill that was filed. Uh, that will hopefully make uh, the uh, telemedicine examination portion of getting a medical card in Illinois uh, permanent, nice. which would be very, very awesome. So you would need cool. a physical examination. That's cool. Yep. It's very cool. There's, I, there's so, again, there's so many qualifying conditions. That you I think don't... that was Rep. Bob Johnson who, who uh, introduced that. He's one of the fairly good ones. Bob sounds like a good. I mean, he sounds. Uh, I think I he he does a lot of like stuff that makes sense that I've seen from my from my remembrance. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, thanks. Way to do that. Shit. Yeah, way to do stuff. Anything. Yeah. Now, speaking of uh, doing the right stuff, let's talk about criminal penalties proposed for violating the new hemp bill. This is all part of the uh, stuff that we've talked about. Um, we'll see. It doesn't look like it may be voted on. It didn't get voted on, uh, this week in the veto session. We'll see if it gets voted on next. Yeah. It's next week, right? Like the next week as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. So, uh, last week, Illinois state rep LaShawn Ford introduced the house bill 4161, which focused mainly on permits, licensing, testing taxes, and preventing the s- sale of hemp products to persons under the age of 21 or to people generally. Uh, <laughs> Today, during the first, this was posted on October 24th, by the way. Uh, today, the first day of the veto session, Ford introduced House Bill 4193, the prevention of use of hemp cannabinoid, cannabinoid products intended for human consumption by ingestion or inhalation by persons under 21 years of age act. That's a motherfucking mouth. Sure is. Holy Now, shit. through HB1... Uh, 4161 and HB 4193 have similar wording and requirements for testing, licensing, and age restrictions on purchasing hemp products. HB 4193 also includes the criminal and civil penalties for violation of the bill. This is important. This is uh, this is just pretty much, I think, the same bill with penalties, with how to arrest you. You know what I mean? It's literally, it's exactly what so the department of financial and professional regulation idfpr if you're familiar you know they yeah another um yeah boo i'm not gonna say actually anything bad about them on record uh will administer and enforce provisions of the act relating to licensing and oversight of hemp distribution establishment unless otherwise provided in the act the provision e states no person's no person shall sell, buy, for, distribute samples of, or furnish any cannabinoid product to any person under the age of 21. The criminal and civil penalties for a person, hemp food establishment, or hemp retailer that violates subsection E is class C, is subsection E is guilty of a class 4 felony. Get awesome. your medical license. Get your medical under license. 21. Yeah. It, you're allowed to. You're yeah. allowed to have it. A million from- percent. As a as a baby, so which uh, is when they if they pass the other house bill, they'll need as well because you can't be under eighteen and buy unless you have an Illinois Compassionate Care Medical Card. Yep, and that's I'm telling y'all now. Yep, it, it this is a medicine that actually genuinely helps, um, and I've seen it work more times than not. if it, I've said it a lot of times. If I could do one thing in the entire industry at all. It is break down the walls and the stigma that that children or kids or youth using cannabis is something bad. It's we are fully willing to as a society mm-hmm. to pump these children full of some of the nastiest chemicals that exist in the world. 
and then we shame and shun them because of using a fucking plan. Just figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. And I promise you, if you don't know it, ask me. I will will point you in the right direction. Yeah. There's plenty of um, good out there. Yeah. Provision F states, no person under 21 years of age in the furtherance or facilitation of obtaining hemp cannabinoid products shall display or use a false or forged ID card or transfer, alter, deface an ID card. Anyone under 21 who violates subsection F is guilty of a Class A misdemeanor. And then the following fines may be imposed by IDFPR upon any person or entity who violates any provision of this act or any rule adopted by any state department under this act may impose the following administrative fines. Penalty of $2,500 for first violation, $5,000 for a second violation at the same location within two years of the first violation, and a penalty of ten grand for a third or subsequent violation at the same location within two years of the second or subsequent violation. So they can literally fine you seventeen hundred, no, seventeen thousand five hundred dollars in one go if they wanted to, and then they could subsequent violation ten grand. So they could just give you four or five or six, and then it's another ten, another ten, another ten, another ten, put you right out of business. IDFPR may also exercise the following powers and duties, uh, prescribed forms to be used for, to be issued for the administration and enforcement of that act, which means they're going to give you forms to fill out, examine, inspect, and investigate the premises, operations, and records of hemp retail organizations, applicants, and licensees, conduct investigations of possible violations of this act pertaining to hemp retail organizations, and conduct hearings on proceedings to refuse to issue or renew licenses or to revoke, suspend, place on probation, reprimand, or otherwise discipline a license holder under this act to take other non-disciplinary action. Yeehaw. HB 4193 also provides that no person shall offer or sell hemp cannabinoid products to consumers in the state unless the person applies for and holds a hemp license issued by IDFPR, provides that no person shall sell ready-to-eat hemp products to end consumers without holding a hemp food establishment license issued by the Department of Public Health, right? And this is all the same as before. Yeah, Yeah. provides that a hemp food establishment that sells ready-to-eat cannabinoid products shall be exclusively licensed and located in the state. Provides that hemp food establishments and hemp retailers shall require proof of age from any purchaser of any cannabinoid products before selling the product to that person. And standards establishes standards for the issuance of licenses under the act. Yeehaw. Everybody's getting fucked. Yeah, and, and when you put those um, things into place and when you have those laws, all that it is is fucking... Um, like we just said, it's, it's another way for them to criminalize the fucking act. Instead of us getting to the point of um, letting the plant be the plant and none of us fucking uh, being criminals for using it or possessing it. Um, now, don't get me wrong. The under 21 thing, like I can kind of get on board with the under 21 thing. But um, as a recreational and I throw up air quotes when I say recreational use because um, I think any prolonged use of cannabis is medicinal use of cannabis. And regardless what cannabinoid it is that helps you, whether or not it comes from hemp or whether or not it comes from a full-blown cannabis plant or not, um, if it's beneficial to you, then... Uh, just know that there are a means of you to protect yourself even better, and that is, again, that medical license. Just be aware and don't be shy to get you a medical license. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. So uh, more people getting taxed. It's, That's, uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. More people getting taxed and more people getting in trouble. It, it's I mean, we, just, we need more people, uh, more states to open up around us uh, and have better laws than us yeah and then uh, in 50 years we'll finally say they were right and change yeah Um, well we we listened to them two dope dudes that one yeah yeah no kidding they must have known some (laughs) 
So here's a here's a couple uh, um, things from Illinois Answers Project. Um, this is probably some sort of independent or uh, um, opinion type thing, uh, but uh, has some good information uh, pertaining to this. Illinois doled out millions to pot growers. It still may not be enough to save the industry. As independent craft growers in Illinois struggle to secure financing for the cannabis business, a state-backed fund has emerged as a key lifeline. We'll see. We've been talking about this for the I, whole time. I know. Has anybody gotten any money from it yet? Not really. And then has anybody gotten any licenses from it yet? Not really. I think they're finally giving out licenses, maybe, but... Now everybody's scrambling to get enough money to open a building and put every yeah. product in it. And so this talks about Helios Lab. They're one of 87 companies in Illinois with a craft grow license. Um, and this is all the equity stuff uh, where, uh, you know, it was supposed to be yep. aimed at people who were actually impacted by uh, the drug war and stuff like that, which is great. I mean, it... Uh, just don't know why the fuck anybody I, let me calm down for a second so the 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 <laughs> idea of it to give it to people who probably are more deserving is a great idea in practice it doesn't tend to yeah, doesn't be, seem to tend to work very often but because you got in trouble don't make it so that you're more deserving i mean to a point i get it but your ass got caught doing something you shouldn't have been doing. So now all of a sudden, because you were bad back then, now you're good now? Right. It's a fucking weird way to go about it, personally speaking. I don't know. Yeah. So the <laughs> 1937 group, they hold several several social equity licenses now. Um, so uh, Illinois called it the most equity-centric law in the nation. Um, so this has been like four years. Is, is when they legalized uh, marijuana in Illinois. Um, only Helios Labs and nine other craft growers out of, eight, what did it say, 87? 87, yeah, so. Were sure. actually operating as of mid-October. So um, one of the reasons Helios says that it uh, actually was up and running is because they got $1.3 million from the Cannabis Business Development Fund which has delivered about $21 million of $34 million in seed funding it had promised since 2021, according to data provided by the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity. And so the regulators are preparing to inject another $40 million. Yeah, after they made $420 yeah. from fucking taxes this year. Yep. You should give 40 of it back to the program to make the program actually continue to go. But then when they make so if they give 40 back to the program, then they make more back from the more right. taxes and they're increasing taxes. Yep. Hey, 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 what a business model. What a uh, biggest, uh, biggest organized crime in, uh, in the history of the world. That's it. Just the government. Yeah. So why is it so hard to open a cannabis grow site in Illinois? In 2021, nearly 90 applicants were awarded craft grow licenses to start opening small independent cultivation spaces. In the middle of fucking 2021, we're in October, we're at the end of 2023, and 10 of them are good to go. 90 licenses given yep. out, 10 of them are operating. Yep. Okay. We're doing good things here. Bobby Burns, founder of Urban Gardens, said he came to regret applying for a craft grow license instead of a license for a dispensary. I wouldn't doubt it. Dispensaries are just so much easier to stand up, said yep. Burns, a political consultant who became an Evanston alderman in 2021. And they're easier to get funding for because you can just start making revenue on day one. You just need to get product on your shelves and you're ready to roll. Burns and multiple other cannabis business owners told Illinois Answers that it can cost between a million and two million to open a pot dispensary in Illinois. A grow operation, however, can cost at least five million and up to ten. Compounding the challenge is that the typical path to starting a new business, a.k.a. asking a bank for a loan, is not an option for pot growers. Selling cannabis remains illegal under federal law, meaning banks are unable to touch the industry. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hey, I, you know, there's been a lot of presidents and uh, senators that have talked about um, fixing that, but we're I, I mean, not until they, there. yeah, until they actually just, Decriminalize and de uh, schedule it, you know, where it's just 
It's just the next thing they can tax. And I just I saw some shit the other day that uh, the DEA has been told um, since I think it was like 2020 that they should declassify this. Thing, yeah, and they haven't even looked at the motherfucking process yet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, where we go three years and almost four years later, and they still and it was recommended to them by the FDA and. Uh, something else i don't remember like everybody who pretty much is you know on board with um the plant obviously is not harmful but yeah so and then they have another thing that's called like five things that law five ways lawmakers could boost equity in illinois stalled cannabis industry this is another illinois answer and this is pretty pro uh they're like i said it's probably some sort of political i didn't uh check too much into them but uh, they seem to uh, really be for uh, legislation and regulation. You know what I mean? They seem really pro. Um, some of the things that they say is you can lift cap on growth space. This obviously. is something that I would love to see yeah. happen anyway. Or, you know, just it, when they put that down, it says like a, what is it, 10,000 square foot? You get 4,000 square feet, which is not much for uh, a growth space. And that's, I believe that's for, um, that's for like 5k in uh, flower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is hilarious because, uh, the MSOs are, some of them are literally built out to be million square foot warehouses, just absolutely pumping these things through. Yeah. But they're all, uh, they're all grown on racks. You know what I mean? So you can have, that changes it though. Right. So is it. That's is what it, I was wondering. Is it cannabis too. space or is it like 5,000 square? Uh, I, you know what? Cannabis space would be active flowering plants. I would, that would be like the whole top. So it would be cannabis. So I don't know that you could, I don't think you could get more by stacking them. I'm definitely wrong. I'm glad that's, I just figured how, out that idea. And, and probably they know about it because that's what Colorado yeah. did. When they limited Colorado's yeah. grow space, they just started growing up in the air and they were like, oh, well. Yeah. Now it's canopy space is right. what we're yeah, calling yeah. it here. But exactly. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, my God. Is that really what they said the next best Number two way? is restrictions on hemp-based cannabinoids. That's going to bolster the fucking cannabis industry? I, yeah, sure will. Uh, okay. I mean. Uh, Ford said prohibition didn't work for alcohol. It didn't work for cannabis. And it won't work for Delta 8. So we want to regulate, tax it, and make sure it's safe as possible. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Regulate tax. Wait, did... Yeah, never mind. I'm not going to go down there. I'm uh, just saying they should fucking regulate fucking fentanyl. Look at look at the big problems. Look at the shit. You Wait, know, you know what? What about that? Fu- them uh, cigarettes. Don't they kill 100,000 yeah. people a year? Sure do. I mean, there's some <clears throat> uh, some places test for Wait, nicotine. Maybe it's 400,000. I don't remember. There's a lot of fucking people. I think it's like 1,300 a day. Oh, so it's got to be 400,000. It's like 1,300 people or something a day die from cigarette use. Uh, The third third, uh, big brain idea they have is the employee badge policy reform. So social equity organizers are also pushing to make it easier for employees to pass background checks to get state-approved ID badges to handle cannabis. Currently, applicants with felony records are automatically excluded from being licensed to work in the industry. Ford's proposal would open up a path for them to get cannabis jobs. Hey, again, well, I mean, I they mean, already got the thugs owning the shit. They might true. as well get the thugs running the shit, too. Hey, people with felonies should be able to work in cultivation centers. Hey, I'm fully in. Yeah. What the you fuck is your like, felony for, though? Yeah, and that, I mean, that's the other thing. That's, like, that's always the thing. It's like, you know, yeah. Uh, no. Number four, big brain idea. Curbside access for medicinal patients. This is actually wow. a good thing. Wow. And they let that happen in early 2020 yeah. when, when the uh, COVID thing came about. Yep. And then they took it the fuck away afterwards. And like, so they so have weird. they have repeatedly <laughs> extended the pandemic era role. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, no, we've talked about it on uh, both your podcast and this one. They still allowing it? They're still allowing oh, it. Oh, nice. That's, that's good. good. So that is I mean, good. That's a, that, it, it's, it's a, a great thing. thing. I know that a few places have, I thought a few places had shut it down, though. Because uh, I know the old dispensary they may not, that I worked at. They in, may not offer it anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the dispensary that I used to work at, because I had a customer patient that used to come through that I still talk to every once in a while and help with the math of things. 
um, who said, yeah, they will not bring this shit outside to me anymore. And, like, she has a completely um, dependent daughter that there's no way right. she should be left in a vehicle by herself while she has, while her yeah. mother has to run into the... Dis- it's just a yeah. bunch of horseshit. Yeah. So I think she went to another dispensary, which, good on you. If, yeah. But she also has to drive 20 miles further now. Yeah. So the other thing is there should be more regulation and an anti-monopoly rules for transporters. So transporters was one of the things that the social equity, they had lots of licenses for. And a bunch of people, we've talked about it before, a bunch of people got licensed, got their vehicles, did the whole thing, but there's no work. Yeah. None of them have work. Yeah. And so they want to force dispensaries to use them. So they want more regulation. So, yeah. Ugh. Um, and they have to keep paying fees. I mean, it sucks for them. They have to keep paying the fees or they lose their license, but there's a June 2020 executive order let large-scale cannabis cultivators transport their own products, which allowed these firms to dominate the industry and avoid doing business with license holders altogether. Uh, But we we don't have fucking delivery, right? No. No, this is from, like, the cultivation center to the dispensary. Cultivations always delivered their own shit. Well, they made a whole thing of transporters, and yeah, they uh, guess what? Made, I, well, I thought them transporters were supposed to be from dispensary to customer. I thought that's what that whole thing was getting nope. into. And now that I'm seeing this the yeah. way that it is, just another blunder from the Illinois cannabis industry. Yeah, so uh, he's... Ford has a proposal that will require all cannabis growers and dispensary owners to use third-party transporters licensed by the state. It would only allow them to transport their own gifts if own goods if they've exhausted all attempts to work with third parties. If transporters can't gain business from big from the big operators, they're going to go away. They'll have wasted their money. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I could have told you if I knew that this was was what <laughs> I could have told you if this was what was going on. Yeah, you should not have done not, that. It's not. It's they won't. They'll never allow uh, delivery in Illinois. Some, no way. Well, shit. how how would they verify all that stuff? It's so strict. How would they verify? I mean, they would. The state would have to run some sort of computer program. Yeah, it'd be through yeah. the licensing. Yeah, and then and then whoever the, the transporter the is would just have, have to scan to, the or yeah, it would be. Um, It'd be a scannable fucking barcode at the bottom of your uh, receipt. Everything mm-hmm. still has to stay stapled together in a bag or in a sealed bag, and you just seal it up and put the the receipt on it and staple it. And maybe you got to give them a little never read or something. Yeah, never I mean, happened. you know, um, Missouri's already got uh, delivery. Yep. Yeah. Well, they opened up with it. Yeah. Actually, because they're fucking way smarter. Illinois is great. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about some. Uh, oh, this is yeah. Cool. This is actually yeah. cool. I like. So this is from marijuana moment, and this says researchers. Actually, a farmer told me about this about a month. Researchers identify previously undiscovered cannabis compounds that give marijuana strains their unique aromas. I've been waiting to see. Yes, yeah. I did not read this. I yeah. So uh, while many marijuana enthusiasts believe that comp- components called terpenes are responsible for strains' distinctive smells. A new study published by the American Chemical Society has identified previously undiscovered cannabis compounds that challenge that conventional wisdom of what really gives each variety its unique olfactory profile. The research, conducted by a team of scientists scientists from marijuana extraction and testing companies and published this month in the journal ACS Omega, says that while aroma is a key property in differentiating Cannabis varieties and user preferences, the importance of terpenes appears to be overstated. Calm down. Yeah, that's a love green culture. I know. Just wait. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Terpenes, which make all love. Uh, Terpenes, which make up about 1% to 4% of the total mass of cured cannabis flour, certainly do contribute to marijuana smell, the authors wrote, but they in general, provide minimal information regarding the unique aromatic attributes of many cannabis varieties. Even among clusters of strains with similar terpene contents, for example, odors can vary wildly from one to the next. We've been, and 
Flavonoids also are something that aren't terpenoids that we've talked about in cannabis plants for a long time, which very well could add to right. the scent. So the report attributes much of those in-group differences in aroma instead to what are called flavorants, a class of chemical that includes esters, alcohols, and other compounds. So this is not it's, it's flavor, flavor, it's Flavorant. That's how the when 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 the when the hemp farmer told me about this. Yeah. Um. It's not like flavorants. I, I don't know. What do you think? You think that's what it, it is? Flavorants. Yeah. Okay. That's what, but, and and don't get me wrong. I I we can try and call it whatever we want, but that's that that's the whole. And and they're literally called. I I'm you can you can fact check me on this, but I believe it is called flavonoids. Okay. And flavonoids, okay. like terpenoids, okay. are the, there are different compounds. And I think that we've, uh, I think Machulam found this out a long okay. time ago. Um, I, I, I will fact check myself and go back and do the research too, but I believe that there are like, fuck, what do you call it? Like 70 or 80 flavonoids, you know? Right. It, which is, you know. So what they're saying here. Can also create similar aromas between marijuana varietals that have different dominant terpenes that researchers find. So, yeah, they, in particular, they continued, uh, oh, I'm sorry, analyzing the volatile chemical profiles of 31 ice hash rosin extracts, they wrote, we identified a myriad of non terpenoid compounds that strongly influenced the unique aromatic properties of cannabis. In particular, they said, we identified a new class of tropical volatile, volatile sulfur compounds, VSCs, that are major contribu- contributors to certain varieties with a strong citrus or tropical fruit aroma, while uh, scatole, yeah. a highly pungent compound, it's 3-methylindol. Yeah. Methylindol. Yeah. Okay. A highly pungent compound was identified as a key aroma compound in savory chemical varieties. Okay. Well, and so like that's the, the when I used to talk to people, it sucks in Illinois, but if you can smell your cannabis, mm-hmm. your nose knows, right? Yeah. Like you should follow your nose. If you have the capabilities of doing so, follow the nose. But it kind of should play into this, right? Like I like, I've found out that I like orangey, like yeah. not not uh, lemon. I like orange, right? Like very orangey scented something. I also like garlicky. Something. Did I let I like you smell? Something. Did I let you smell the goat genetics? Um, I don't think it was. It was not the uh, the tangerine. No, because oh, I would have remembered dude, that a minute, dude. I can't wait. It's uh, it's he's actually got stuff that tastes and smells like fruit. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. yeah. Uh, there is gen like yeah. I have tasted. Uh, to shout out one of the MSOs, even yeah. they have a product called Florida Orange. It's probably since been called about seventy different names, so I can't tell you what. Yeah, it is that's anymore. uh, that's Revolution, right? It is Rev. Um, that was one of the best experiences yeah. in the Illinois cannabis industry that I ever had. I Florida tried orange, it. it. wasn't wasn't great. I mean, so like, I'm sad that I didn't get to try it then because I, yeah. I've tried it now and it's eh. really it's, well. I bet I bet yeah. everything has gotten so watered down. I haven't had fuck. I couldn't tell you the last time I've had a something that was grown yeah. from an Illinois MSO. Okay, I, I it and maybe it was honestly. You know what though? I did get a Florida orange um, vape cart. About yeah. a year ago or so, and yeah. uh, I take a puff on that. Well, I don't right now, but I take a puff on that every once in a while just to remember the flavor of it. Yeah. Oh. So good, right? It's my, I'm telling you, there's something like almost nostalgic about it or or just, it's so perfect, flavor-wise. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about shout-out. Yeah, another shout-out. Shout-out to Good Weed. Casey. Oh, Good Weed, I miss you so much. Seen, buddy. Seen, buddy. It's coming. David for Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Oh, yeah. Nice costume. Thanks. Yeah. You too. You look good. Oh, I know. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a super long article. So, uh, 
basically, they say that uh, terpenes have emerged as a prominent focus of research. Uh, and stay focused and on them. stay focused them, on them. Them, them things, it, regardless of what this thing just said, there is some consistencies within the terpenoid profile that gives us something to cling to. But also, um, again, Rafael Machulam and his group has broken down terpenes and its medical efficacy, right? Like we know that beta-carophylline actually binds to our CB2 receptors and that it is as beneficial, if not more beneficial in some properties um, than what CBD can even be right. for, for inflammation reduction. It just depends on what you need specifically for you, but there will be no part of this plant, and that's why the words entourage effect mean as much as they do. Mm-hmm. Because even the most minute, small properties in this thing, whether it's terpenoids, whether it's flavonoids, whether it's excess cannabinoids that we don't recognize as THC or CBD, those might be the thing that are actually making it perfect for us. Yep. And we don't have to measure it. That's the beauty of cannabis, too. A lot of times, you don't need to know direct science of it right as much as you go well it's actually working for me (laughs) right and i'm not afraid to try a few different things to get to the point but if you understand methods of ingestion and cannabinoids to begin with you have probably 80 percent of the information you need to know right if you know what parts of your system you're trying to stimulate and then how to stimulate them yep you you're perfectly fine all of that terpenoids, flavonoids, that's excess cannabis information that is just making it more beneficial to us at the end of the day. I think a plane and alone by itself a lot of times, depending on what we're trying to do, especially symptomatic relief, mm-hmm. just those few main things, method of ingestion and, and uh, cannabinoids make a huge difference, right? And then adding terpenes and everything inside right. afterwards. It's only more beneficial. Yeah. It only gives you don't only, have to get too crazy and like, oh, I need to know all this stuff. You only need no. to know a couple things. Yeah, but I I mean, I found out the other day by me knowing the amount that I do, I might hurt people in the delivery sometimes because I'm trying to say too much when I should just stick to the basics of it, yeah. right? What's your method of ingestion? Why are you doing it? Let me help you understand why you should do something different. What cannabinoids are you using? And let me help you understand why you would use anyone different. Right. Or is there or, something different, right. right? Because once you've understood your methods of ingestion and your cannabinoids, adding anything else into that is just only adding. It's right. only more beneficial, right? Um, the only place that I would tell you that knowing terpenoids directly is going to benefit you more so than not is if you're treating cancer or you're treating epilepsy. The only two part, but that that's me talking about what I believe. I think those are the only two conditions that we are directly treating with this stuff. Outside of it, everything is symptomatic relief. As much so as if you understand Western medicine, it is symptomatic relief. 90 plus percent of the time when you go to a doctor, he is trying to treat your symptoms. He is not treating your condition directly. Yeah. There's not a lot of things out there that will directly treat something. There's no, uh, the word, the C word, the, the cure word, I can't, I, it, I even yeah. struggle to say it sometimes, but it's, that is not what the fuck we go to the doctor. Right. We go to the doctor for symptomatic relief 90 plus percent of the time. Yeah, and so, if you need a specialist, that's for treatment. Bingo. Bingo. So, anyway. So, um, they say the study will eventually lead to four white papers that will boil the findings down to more accessible conclusions. They'll include papers on exploring exotic flavor compounds, the tropical VSC found in tangy. Oh, I want that. Uh, it's called a tangy sulfur. I saw it up there earlier. A deep dive into the chemical, chemical constituents of the varietal GMO oh, and an exploration into the sweeter compounds in marijuana. This groundbreaking research not only amp not only answers pressing questions, but also ignites a renewed passion and curiosity for what's next, the company said. 
which with each revelation, we're one step closer to fully unlocking the vast potential and mysteries of this remarkable plant. My, my one thing is to don't, it doesn't have to be more than what the fuck it is already. Right. Right. Like it already does a great thing. It already, not a great thing. It does all the great things. But that was like, um, when we're trying to find the new biggest next strain that exists, we should find the old best strains that exist yeah. and then know like, like, you know, it's like genetic hunting, like, like our buddy Chris from crop culture. Genome like, hunting, yeah. Yeah. Or like uh goat. These guys are doing really cool shit to mm-hmm. make it so that there is just a. Marky is, is geno hunting. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to probably do some, I mean, I am doing some with the, the wolf pack right now and the three by three. I'm looking for a good winner. If, uh, if anything develops. Yeah, I'll do the same, you know, for goat too. I mean, that's, that's what it is. You find these things and then you, you know, people hunt them out. It's, it's it, how you find the, the good stuff. It's uh, what, what I'm saying though, is that at home, we know what we enjoy. We know what we like. We're not looking at VSCs or whatever the hell that, True. right. We're, True. we're not digging that deep into the plant. So again, what are the basics of it? Yeah, good fucking weed is good fucking weed, mm-hmm. right? Just does it taste good? Day. Does it get? Does it? Does it give you the desired effect? Bingo. Do you have an altered mind state in in which you are comfortable? Bingo. You know what I mean? Bingo. And yeah. and there are again, there are things that will generally be more comfortable from the beginning and less intoxicating. Mm-hmm. There are generally things that will be more intoxicating and less comfortable. Yep. And and where wherever you want to be on the scale. That's fine. It's it's for you. This is your personal journey. Enjoy cannabis. You should enjoy cannabis, and you shouldn't have anybody tell you otherwise. Yeah. Um. But but you know, don't overdo it. Don't look too far into things, and don't there there if you you know methods of ingestion, cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Start to understand terpenoids. I even used to say back when I would talk to patients, that is such expert level cannabis knowledge that you might not even have to worry about it. Yeah. Right. Like it's find out with your nose go smell it and go oh, i like that and then you're good you're set right like and your body is telling you that you like it because your body is way more sure of what it wants than yeah. y- our thoughts are right yeah. than than what we've read on a marijuana moment or anything and even though these are decent ways of understanding some things um it that does not understand you individually in person and yeah. you, you you know again we, uh, I wish you the best no matter what you do and yeah. just enjoy what you're doing and don't feel guilty to feel good and enjoy the exploration of trying to figure out cannabis. Yep. I've been doing this thing for shit since I was four, 20 years now. Okay. I've been consuming cannabis with some form of regularity for 20 years. I gave my first speech and my first, it was actually a debate in a religion class nonetheless on cannabis when I was 15, maybe 16 years old, Mm -hmm. all right? I'm 34 now, so I've been studying and putting in effort, trying different things. When Colorado first got its market, I went out to Colorado. I spent five years in Illinois' cannabis market. I've done a ton to be where I'm at to have the knowledge and the understanding of this thing. You're not going to figure it out overnight. It doesn't matter. Even if you read all of the marijuana moments and you looked at every Leafly report and you talked to me for hours, you still have to do some personal exploration in this and enjoy that shit. Yeah. It's so fucking fun to try something new, to try something. You go, oh, shit, my friend grew this. Let me try that shit. Yep. It's so much fun. Have fun with it, too, because, uh, you know, I, I don't know why the fuck we all feel guilty to feel good. I don't yeah. know why we feel guilty to have fun with it. Enjoy this shit. You know enjoy, enjoy your life. Uh, <laughs> hug the people around you. Hug your pets. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Do yeah. The work. You got it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, two days, man. I'm going to be smoking with you. I think. Hell yeah. Let's I think go. We're going to turn a fucking camera on and consume a little something in two days. Sweet. If not, you know, there's a chance I make it. I don't know. Now you're saying just sit here and smoke for the first time. Right on camera. Then you and then can give me fucking awkward, weird as oh, shit. Oh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. I'll, <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine no matter what. I know. But we all, hey. Good job not doing it Thursday on your live stream. Get really awkward. Ugh. Ugh.
<laughs> but I think I think Wednesday might be the reality. Wednesday's November first. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot. But remember, remember here. the fifth of November. Ooh. I mean, see, you know. Damn. I know. Damn. Whatever. Whatever it is, it'll be fun. We'll do it together. And it'll you'll be, awesome. be there no matter yep. what. So we're good. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Love you, bro. Appreciate you. Too, brother. Thank you for everybody listening and, and commenting and participating. It means more than you know to both of us. Anybody um, who's looking at us in that yeah, camera, right there. we love you. Yeah, we love you. Don't you like our costume? Yeah, our, our costumes Halloween, are great. Look. Our Halloween costume. <laughs> All right. Smoke weed every day. We love you. Peace. Love y'all. Yo, ding dong, we're done here, time to go.